Well, hello, hello there. Welcome to your favorite podcast, As Told by Keish. Today, we're going to be talking about sex. And if you know me, you know that I love talking about sex. I could talk about it all day, every day. Um, it's just always been interesting topic to me and interesting to see how men and women view it. And, you know, so yeah, let's talk about it. Um, today, we're going to be talking about some topics that I think is important to discuss with your partner or just topics. Hell, you can discuss this type of stuff with your friends. I mean, it's nobody in particular that you should discuss it with because it's sex. And I mean, talk about it. Shit. But anyway, um, so go ahead and grab your water, your wine, your juice, whatever it is that you're drinking on. Go ahead and grab it. Um, a pen if you want to take notes. Um, notes from me or notes so that you can send me a comment or message me Um, because like I said I love hearing what people have to say in different points of view my viewpoint is not always right and sometimes my opinion is shitty Um, (laughs) so I mean I like to hear everybody else's point of view so but anywho so let's talk about some things you should discuss with your partner or just you know, in general, when it comes to sex. So, one of the uh, main things I think that should be talked about is sexual health. And when I mean sexual health, um, that can be a number of things. But most importantly, I think it's very important to discuss things like the number of sex partners you've had, and I mean, with this in this day and age, it seems like everybody is fucking everybody. So it's good to know, like, okay, if they've had more sex partners than you would prefer your partner to have, then that way you'll know, and you won't, you know, you won't get yourself into a situation where you soul tied to a motherfucker whose sex is good, but you don't know if they've had diseases. Because let's be honest, that's another thing you should discuss is STIs. People are not going to be always be upfront with you about the diseases that they have had or the diseases that they have. Um, so, and that, that just leads me to my next point, STIs and any type of diseases. I'm going to tell you what, <clears throat> herpes is running rampant and you can't always tell when somebody has herpes um, because it don't always show in the form of an outbreak or it's not, you know, one of those things that's visible, just like a whole lot of other, um, diseases, not necessarily like, you know, STIs or anything like that, but you can't always tell. And again, like I said, people are not always going to be upfront. I'm not saying that you should, you know, say, Hey, um, can I see your test results from the past six months? But Hell, I'm not saying it's a bad idea either. Because guess what? Guess who's going to start doing that? And really, it's from the past three months. And my thing is, people shouldn't have an, a problem with doing that. But a lot of people don't go to the doctor like they're supposed to. Even because all STIs don't, you don't show symptoms and signs of having something. So you can go to the doctor and the doctor going to surprise your ass and say you got XYZ. And then you in shop like a motherfucker. <laughs> so, yeah, from now on, 
Um, yeah, you got to be careful with that because you don't know what people got. You don't know what they've had. And you just don't want to be that person that's caught in the crossfire um, of innocence. You know, you meet somebody, you're vibing with them. You know, it's a little bit before you even have sex with them. Then you have sex. And then you decide, okay, maybe we can start doing this unprotected because maybe we're just sleeping with each other, not knowing that that might not be the case. But anyway, that's a whole nother topic. And then you just, you know, you decide to go unprotected. And next thing you know, boom, bam, thank you, ma'am, you got an STI or you got something that you can't get rid of with Tylenol. And that would be a huge problem. So, yeah, be real careful out here in these streets because, like I said, herpes and um, syphilis and all kinds of diseases out here running rampant. And, again, people don't tell you that they have these diseases. Like, a lot of young kids are, like, having unprotected sex. I don't know why, but a lot of young young people are having unprotected sex and are getting diseases. And that, that's alarming and it's very scary. I didn't look up any type of statistics or anything like that but young these young people out here just having sex or and i'm not just gonna say young people but that's really how it starts they got herpes and you see them they don't look like they got herpes but they do and that's all i'm saying so it's important to discuss that whether the person wants to or not it needs to be discussed also how much sex do you need to have to have healthy sex <clears throat> um, for your relationship, your situationship, whatever type of ship you in? Me personally, um, and y'all know sometimes I get a little TMI with these topics, but again, we all grown. It's it is what it is. But to me, that needs to be discussed because what if one partner, you know, needs to have sex literally every day? to release, you know, stress or whatever, whereas the other partner just can go, you know, once a week. Me personally, and again, this might be a little bit of TMI, baby, we can have sex every day, every day. Because, yes, it'd be some days where I'd be just so tired, but I think, to me, it's a stress reliever. Now, it don't have to happen every day, but I'm saying, like, um, I wouldn't have a problem with it. Um, especially if I'm into you or whatever the case may be. Yes, every day is a bit too much, but maybe it doesn't have to be sex. Maybe it can be just some type of physical contact. Um, so, but, you know, my partner <coughs> might want it, you know, three times a week. Hell, that's fine with me too. But you need to discuss that because sometimes in relationships or, you know, just in sexual, I guess, relationships. Some partners, sex drive is way higher than the other ones. And then you don't want the partner with the high sex drive frustrated because he only gets sex once a week. Like, or, you know, whatever whatever the time calls for allows. So, you know, that leads to all kinds of other stuff like cheating. Not saying it's right, but at least cheating and lying and all kinds of other shit down the fucking rabbit hole. And who wants to deal with that? <clears throat> so anyway, yes. You need, when it comes to sexual health, you need to discuss things like the STIs. The number of, oh, I forgot this one. Number of partners. 
<laughs> How many is too many? Y'all, 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 y'all. So, and I'm that person. I'm curious. I won't judge you, but I am curious and I will look at you like differently when you tell me the number. Yeah, I met this man one time and I asked him, you know, how many partners he had. This man told me 200, 200. And I think at the time he was 24 or 25, 200 partners. Y'all, I was so turned off. Excuse me. I was so turned off and disgusted. But guess what? Yeah, we still ended up getting together. (laughs) I was wild back then. Would I do that now? Hell no. And again, I'm not judging you. But that's just that's just kind of disturbing or whatever. Because out of them 200, you can't tell me that. Well, you can, but it's hard for me to believe that every last one of them was you was having protected sex with them and like was they one night stands was they like what 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 was it like i didn't even ask all that but now that i'm sitting here thinking about it it's like yikes but yeah so when it comes to like sexual health you need to discuss stis whether you have one currently or if you've had them in the past um the number of partners you have had A lot of people don't feel comfortable with talking about that, but I think that should be talked about. How much sex needs to be happening before, you know, for a relationship to be healthy. Those are three things that need to be discussed. Next thing that needs to be discussed is sexual commitment. I think it's hard for a lot of people to imagine having, having sex with the same person for forever. I'm going to be honest. Um, I never thought I would be one of those people to, to think that. But I do honestly think about that now. I guess because I'm getting older. In three weeks, I'll be 40. And I'm thinking, like, if I was to get married, how how could we keep things fresh where I can have sex with, you know, the same man for forever? Um, I think that's, and that's just something that needs to be discussed so that you can keep the keep the feeling there, keep the bond there. I mean, I did have sex with the same person for 10 years. And, I mean, from what I can remember, we tried new stuff. But, um, so I, I'm not saying that I couldn't do it because I could do it. I'm just saying, can your partner do it? Um, like, be fully committed and monogamous in the relationship and only have sex with you and only you like i guess that's one thing you have to discuss like if we're going to be together sex is very important and that's something we need to keep fresh and new and exciting and you know because it can get boring with life and work and stress and kids and when you add all that type of stuff into the mix things do change with your sex life so how can i make it so that you know I can see myself having sex with the same person for forever. Um, the next thing I think is very, 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 very important. Your turn-ons and turn-offs. So, you need to have a discussion about what you like and dislike during sex and why. Like, I think that a lot of people just kind of, when it comes to sex, a lot of people just kind of go with the flow. And... I th- well, I think that people will be 
more um, more apt to say what they don't like or excuse me more apt to say what they like versus what they don't like and a lot of times when they don't like something it's because of the thought of it it might not have been something they even did before like I know some females that um say and this is I'm just throwing this out there but I know some females that say they don't like anal but they've never tried anal and again I'm just throwing this out there um because I couldn't think of nothing else (laughs) um but if you've never tried something how do you know for sure if you like it or dislike it um but that's how you can keep it spicy every time is knowing what what your partner likes and what your partner dislikes because of course you don't want to do something that they don't like like say for instance you know um your partner okay let's say your partner likes you know sucking toes but that ain't something you like make that known because baby if your partner is into sucking toes and you're not like do you want to drive like the desert or do you want to let that be known so that he don't do that you know what i'm saying but again there has to be some type of compromise because if he like doing it why stop him you know i i don't know i me personally um i've had my toes sucked during sex and i have no complaints on that not a fucking one um and i had never had it done before and that's why i say that like you think you know what you like but you don't know until it's actually done to you because i used to always say who the fuck is sucking toes like that shit is nasty but this is also coming from somebody who don't care for feet i don't like feet so i'm like who the fuck is sucking toes but when it was done to me it was literally it won't like i was told it was gonna happen like it was just done and i was like oh shit so yeah (laughs) so just know like talk about that so you can know what you like and what you dislike but don't just say you dislike something because you've never had it done and the idea or the thought of it makes you feel some type of way if that makes sense so yeah um and i talked about this already but like how often sex you know you need to have sex or you know your partner wants to have sex me personally the frequency of sex in my sex drive depends on how I feel about the person like if I'm turned on by you baby I want to jump your bones every time I see you Um, and it's not it's not just all about sex it's about the it's like a connection there and that's how like sometimes through sex that's how a lot of people express themselves I express myself like that because I'm not the most um <clears throat> I do communicate my feelings but um I don't know I'm better at showing how I feel and sex helps me with that I don't know I don't want you to think I mean I had a guy tell me one time that um because we were just like having sex or whatever but I, I really liked him but he told me one time he felt like I treated him like a piece of meat yeah I didn't even know how to respond to that I, I did respond I don't remember what my response was but what was I supposed to say to that? I mean, I don't treat you like a piece of meat, sir. I really like you. And I guess I could have said this. I don't treat you like a piece of meat. Or at least I don't feel like I treat you like a piece of meat. I really like you. And that's just how I show how I like you. I don't know. 
But yeah, he said he felt like I treated him like a piece of meat, y'all. Mm, that shit was wild. But anyway, and so like I said, so the frequency just depends on like the chemistry and at least for me, what does the frequency depend on for you? Um, I don't know. It just depends on how much I like you and why, or what reasons I like you. And of course, the sex got to be good because if I'm if I don't really care for you like that, we're not gonna be fucking all the time. It has to be some reason why I'm attracted to you. You know what I'm saying? Um, but another thing I think that needs to be discussed is like fantasies. What's your fantasy? Um, like what do you like to do or what do you want to try rather? Um, what have you done before that you liked but you want to reinvent it? Um, so like do you want to make a porno with your significant or other? Are you into threesomes? You know, stuff like that. What is your fantasy? Um I was about to say something, but I changed my mind. Sometimes I have to stop myself because, y'all, I be getting deep and I be telling on myself and I just be talking a little bit too much for my own good. So I'm not even wrong. I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole like I want to, but yeah, because I could have got real deep with that one. But nope, don't say it. Don't say it. (laughs) Um, And then another thing I think you should talk about is cheating. What is considered cheating? Um, is it actual sex? Is it actual kissing? Is it just, you know, emotionally being connected to a person? I think with men and females, there is a somewhat blurred line of what cheating is. And I think that once you determine or define what that is between you and your spouse, you'll be all right. Um, there won't be mis- any misunderstanding because it could have been a situation where, um, you know, I was out at the bar with my girls and a guy rubbed up on me, whispered in my ear and kissed me on my neck. For a man, that could be considered cheating. But for a woman, it's, it might be considered flirting. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, the only, and the only way to really determine if cheat is cheating is sit down one night, you make a list, he make a list and compare the list. Like, okay. We both think that kissing is considered cheating, but I don't think talking, like, you know, from a, a man's point of view, I don't think talking to my female friend on, on the phone or my, my ex on the phone for, you know, every day is considered cheating. But for the woman, that might be considered cheating because emotionally you're, you're being emotionally available for her and she might be developing feelings. And again, that's a whole nother rabbit hole and I'm not going to go down there. Um, but yeah, just you have to define these type things so that there is no miscommunication and the lines are not blurred. But y'all know that I could go on and on and on and on and on about sex, but I got to save some for next week. So out of all these topics that I discussed, um, which ones do you think are the most important when it comes to talking about sex with your partner? And are you going to try to do any of these? Like, are you going to try to talk about what your fantasies are? Are you going to try to make the list and compare the list about cheating? Um, are you going to tell your partner what your turn-ons on, what your turn-ons are and what your turn-offs are? Or does your partner already know? I'm curious. So, um, after listening to this, go ahead and give me some feedback. 
Um, tell me if you want me to discuss other topics relating to any of these or if you want me to discuss a brand new topic. But if you've listened all the way through to my podcast, um, at some point this year, I will be starting a YouTube channel, which I already have one, but I will be starting a YouTube channel and getting points of view of men and women. Um, I'm not going to say what the name is because I it's, it's unique. Um, and I don't want nobody to take it. <laughs> so anyway, but again, give me some feedback. Let me know what you think. I appreciate you for listening and I will talk to you guys in my next podcast. Have a good evening.